Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. To all of our listeners, welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. On this radio program, we d- discuss what should be the current political issues often missing from the mainstream media with uh, interaction and intensity not heard on any other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. Do you have a comment? For anyone on this show, you are certainly welcome to call in at 1-347-826-7400. Now, moving right along, those that think we can't fire Congress and the president to save our country are wrong. This is, a, this is pitiful that any American would say the following, which was what a prominent media person has stated. He says, this country will totally collapse economically and will balkanize within the next decade. A $70 trillion debt cannot be corrected regardless of who is president. And I say to you, Mr. Media Person, we have just begun to fight. That media person is pathetic, and it is a shame that thousands of other people are subjected to listen to those statements. Strong Americans have been awakened, and we are going to take our country back and zip up the wallet so that no further spending can take place, as well as as many taxpayer-funded regulation groups as possible. We do not create a job on the backs of a taxpayer. We create a tax, and we grow government We are going to become energy independent, and there will be so many jobs created, there will never be such a thing as unemployment. The world will understand that we must save America first when the purse strings are closed because the entire world depends on a strong America, not a weak, disrespected America that is sliding over the physical cliff to destruction. We are going to stress retain conservative economic values starting with the new president's implementation of supply-side economic policies dubbed Reaganomics by both supporters and detractors. We are going to shrink the size of government and stop regulating every aspect of private lives. We are going to make America the place where job creators want to come, and by doing so, we'll create millions of jobs. By creating millions of jobs, we stop government entitlement programs and put the task of insuring people back into the private sector and free enterprise and competition will once again build our strong America. Obama must be impeached after midterm elections, and the Clintons have lingered on the political stage for far too long. America does not have a king and a queen. America is an advance is advanced as as well as complex country rather than 
some banana republic where a president's wife can easily be slipped into the position? Anyone remember, don't cry for me, Argentina? Well, we're closely coming to don't cry for me, America. To me, it is completely loony for people to be all amazed about Hillary running for president when she's never accomplished anything in her own right. She has been a colossal failure in her adult life. It also sets a terrible precedence that a person can become the president of the United States merely by being married to a president. We hear little about the IRS scandals and some other, but uh, what about these? Union official time is a massive taxpayer subsidy uh, to government unions, which releases federal employees from their regular public duty without suffering loss of pay to conduct union work. IRS employees conducting union activities cost taxpayers $23.5 million in a year. The Treasury Department has revealed to the House Ways and Means Committee that the Internal Revenue Service's employees spent over hours on union activities last year. They estimated the cost uh, to taxpayers at $23.5 million in salary and benefits. The Social Security Administration is another agency that annually reports its official time cost to the House Appropriations Committee. Social Security Administration employees spent 244,290 hours on official time at a cost of $14.6 million for year 2013. Why doesn't any media want to deal with these scandals? And perhaps the largest scandal of all has gone completely under the media radar screen. On August 6, 2011, a military helicopter Extortion 17, carrying 38 men, including 25 of the elite SEAL Team 6, five National Guard and Army Reserve, and eight Afghan commandos were shot down over Taliban-controlled territory in eastern Afghanistan. They had been on top secret mission, take out a high-valued target. It was the worst loss of life in a single day since the war in Afghanistan began. Per a 1,250-page military report, it was simply the result of a lucky shot by Taliban soldiers uh, perched on top of a building. How convenient. However, per the families of those killed and military experts at a press conference held on May 9, 2013, this is all a lie among a host of other lies. After the families attended several-hour military briefing about this lucky shot describing what happened and why their sons died, they smelled a rat and started digging around. Billy and Karen Vaughn, parents of Navy SEAL Aaron C. Vaughn, started poking around at the official story and found not a rat but a stinking swamp full of rats. They found a cover-up that went all the way to the top. When the Vaughns began trying to drain the swamp, they received what the Obama administration is famous for, the shakedown. None other than one of the highest-ranking officers 
in the nation, Admiral William McRaven, commander at U.S. Special Operations Command, paid the bonds a little visit, in essence telling them to keep their mouths shut. What exactly happened on August 6, 2011? What went wrong, or in this case went right? That has the Obama administration dispatching high-ranking officers as thugs similar to the mafia? There are two possibilities, according to information revealed at the press conference. The Obama administration sent American soldiers on a suicide mission, or someone set up our American heroes, that is, had them murdered from a rooftop that may include the Afghan government, or shockingly, may include Barack Hussein Obama himself. They learned several major facts at this press conference. 30 SEAL Team 6 National Guard and Army Reserves were packed into a a disrupted uh, 1960s-era CH-47 helicopter, something, according to the military experts, that was unheard of. Per military experts, special operations were always conducted with the -the state-of-the-art MH-47 helicopter, the helicopter SEAL Team 6 exclusively trained in. Further, never ever were that many special operations personnel packed into a single helicopter. They were always split up into small groups with multi-MH-47 helicopters, although the military could have easily taken out the telephone uh, uh, positions with a drone strike prior to the operation, as the families were, were later told. This was not done because there were possible friendlies among the Taliban. The United States wanted to win the minds and hearts of the enemy. Billy Vaughn, father of Naval SEAL Aaron Vaughn, speaking at the press conference, Uh, with rage in his voice, blasted the ludicrousness. Aaron did not become a Navy SEAL Team 6 member of the Gold Squad to win the hearts and minds of the Islamic jihadists. He became a Naval SEAL to fight for the Republic and defeat the enemy, his father said. Although the military had intel that the Taliban were planning on firing on the helicopter, although an intense battle had been raging for several hours, and although normal protocol mandated that the CH-47 required at least one gunship escort, all normal rules of war were suspended. But now, for the real cover-up of the Obama administration, there were eight nameless Afghan commandos on board that CH-47. Eight Afghan commandos were loaded onto the CH-47 along with the American counterparts, but at the last minute they were replaced without changing the manifest. It was as if somebody knew they were going on a suicide mission and pulled them out. The official in charge of the investigation, General Jeffrey Colt, in his 1,250-page report, did not address this fact and did not even mention it. In fact, it is likely these original Afghan commandos contacted the Taliban, telling them the CH-47 was on its way. Here's that the Taliban knew the exact time and route of the CH-47, 
would be using. That the only way, the lucky shot, would have been possible with the helicopter thousands of feet in the air in the cover of darkness would have been if the Taliban had been tipped off. Everyone on Extortion 17 was immediately cremated without permission from the family, supposedly because the bodies were so badly burned in the crash. According to Charles Strange, father of Navy SEAL Michael Strange, this need to immediately cremate everyone aboard is a complete lie. Taliban on the ground, in fact, found the bodies of the crew. The Obama administration cremated everyone in order to cover up something. The CH-47 black box was lost, according to the military investigation, wasted away by an Afghan flood. As most know, aircraft black boxes don't get lost. They are virtually indestructible and carry a tracking device that makes them easy to locate for weeks after the crash. No one searched for that black box, and they have for Flight 370, where several nations were searching for it. No, this black box was simply lost in order to cover up something the Obama administration wants to be hidden. Probably one of the most shocking revelations in the SEAL Team 6 cover-up, something that was first brought out during the press conference that shows Obama is no Christian, but in fact a closet Muslim. Barack Hussein Obama disallowed the name of Jesus to be spoken during the initial military memorial service in Kabul and permitted a radical Islamic imam to curse our dead heroes. Let every American demand that whatever Barack Hussein Obama or Barry Soto or whoever the hell he is, is hiding, whatever the military brass is hiding, that it be revealed, America demand that a congressional investigation drain the swamp of the Obama administration in order to reveal exactly what sickening secrets the Obama is keeping and covering up. Not next month, not next week, not tomorrow, but today. Demand the investigation, America, and demand his impeachment. The Obama regime is now even more emboldened to attack your rights after a federal judge re reversed the ruling of a different judge that ruled that the NSA spying on you was legal. His defense, September 11 attacks, as horrible as those attacks were. What does that have to do with legality? In fact, this judge all but proved the distinct possibility that he was bought and paid for by basically quoting the Obama regime's defense in his ruling. We get closer to midterms. The treasonous Obama would love for people like us on this radio program to go away. In fact, he's already shown that he will inflict a campaign of pain upon the people when he doesn't get his way. John Boehner would love for us to go away as well. After all, by watching his moves and calling him out when he goes against the constitutional principles, we threaten his cushy lifestyle. 
in power. Our old robe would love for us to go away as well. He needs us out of the way because we threaten the spineless, uh, unprincipled rhinos that he often tries to thrust upon Americans. We will continue to stand and call for the impeachment of Barack Obama and his removal from office. I've only touched the tip of the iceberg. Listen to what the other two professionals who are part of this radio program have to say, Mr. Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis. We start with Michael Talley, but before I bring Mike in, number of blacks that support Obama are in the high 90% range. But here is one black that made a, a movie, Runaway Slave, and says he's an American and does not use his color to get the free stuff or to bash white people. He's trying to change the world. We need to understand that government is not God. One mind at a time. Dr. King, if he was alive today, would he recognize what he set in motion? This is about loving not only America enough to tell a story, but also loving a race of people enough to tell them the truth. We don't know who you messed with, and we're not going to let you turn back the top. Enter the world of Runaway Slave. C.L. Bryant's compelling and insightful expose on big government's control of the black population. When I was president of the NAACP in Garland, Texas, I understood, and what made me break away from them, was the fact that I began to understand that they were manipulating me. And I realized that I had run away from that system. And it's incumbent upon me to tell other people, run away. Now... He's not to blow up conventional thinking. Black people are very uninformed. They believe what they are told to believe, not what they know for themselves. They don't want people to be of independent thought. They want them to stay on the plantation. And one thing we want to do with Runaway Slave is make sure that they at least get the other side of the information. His is a journey across America, challenging everyone. Reverend Jackson, 95% of our people still vote for the Democratic ticket. Reverend, how do you account for that? And everything. Is there anything in this country, in your opinion, that the color of your skin would stop you from doing? No, no. His findings? Shocking. What this movie exposes, that black folks in particular, they have been enslaved and captured so long that they begin to identify with their captors. It's about power, which is control of one group by another group or a special interest. It will give all of America a different talking point about race in this country. Astounding. Now it seems as though the same people who were pro-civil rights are actually prostituting an entire group of people. We have leaders within the community that are leading us astray. There's a disconnect with our heritage. We're in a place where, as a community, as a whole, we've been lied to. So that put black Americans in an unenviable position of being taken for granted by one party and ignored by the other. Bryant says America is the greatest country on earth. America 
is a place that finally all of us with the right attitude about an exceptional country can secure the blessings of liberty. When I see the flag, I get teary because I'm proud of where I am. I'm not African-American. I'm an American. This is my country, and I got a whole lot of pride for it. Brian's goal is to make it better. And that's something that my grandfather told me. He says, I didn't go through what I went through so that you could be black. I went through what I went through so that you could be free. Great words from a great guy. And I want to bring in Michael Talley and start the meltdown of the, the iceberg. Give us some words. Morning, gentlemen. I'll tell you the uh, bit about the Taliban knowing about the uh, SEAL teams above them. There's no doubt that was Obama. Just like there's no doubt that Obama and the White House didn't make a slip when they put the CIA in jeopardy by revealing the name of the gentleman over there in Afghanistan. The boy can't be trusted. He is just uh, uh, amazingly, amazingly America. we got to impeach this boy, but we need some strong Republicans to do it. Just the fact that Obama makes a West Point speech and he concentrates on global warming, saying the cadets are out there to enforce global warming. What a joke. There's no global warming. There's no global cooling. It just exists. Is using the VA scandal and all of a sudden he's withdrawing, giving a timetable for withdrawing our troops from Afghanistan. He'll do anything to distract the public, the ill-informed public, because of the news media who does nothing. He won't even approve the Keystone Pipeline. It's a no-brainer, but he's still got his environmentalists and big money behind it that will lose money if the Keystone Pipeline is approved. There's a millionaire, I can't remember the guy's name, or billionaire. He transports oil using train cars. He's going to lose a lot of money with a pipeline. Obama's lining his pockets because of this. And you got Curry, who's just a joke himself. He puts a strong speech on the other day. Snowden's got a man up. This is from the Vietnam 1971 coward? Are we kidding? It's just extremely frustrating. You got a CNN president saying they won't be shamed into covering Benghazi hearings by temper tantrums from the right. These people are just, we, we need a real news media. This boy needs to be impeached, needs to be thrown out, along with his cronies. Uh, doctor, how are you doing? Oh, great, great. You know, uh, Barack had a very cold reception at West Point, and it wasn't cold that day in terms of climate, and they didn't like the words that they heard. Uh, they didn't go into West Point to be climate, uh, to push climate change, and now they've been lied to by their president that it does exist, climate change. So Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are the two most dangerous people in this country right now for many, many reasons. But to, to get to the people that died on that helicopter, it was a setup. It was a queer setup. We know it was. Everybody else knows it was. They don't want to articulate it in the Congress. I, I really believe they're waiting until 2014 election is over before they bring an impeachment charge against this guy. Because there's many reasons to do it. Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution clearly spells out uh, the reason for impeachment, and he fits them all. 
So I think Barack Obama is going to go down, but they're waiting. But now, Boehner, I don't think Boehner is going to be part of that grouping. They may be a, a, a subgroup of House people that can bring these impeachment charges. Boehner is moving more to the left every day, and he's uh, very quiet about it, but you can hear it uh, when the reverberations of immigration or uh, how he's approaching the finances of the country, that kind of thing. So I think uh, we're going to have major changes in the next six months to a year. And they're not going to be good for Barack Obama. Yeah. There's not a question in my mind that he is anti-American. And there should not be a question in anybody's mind that he is a Muslim, certainly not a Christian. It's absolute affirmative every time that something is leaked out, or sometimes he even says it himself. He has to be corrected every once in a while by his favorite uh, media outlet when he mistakenly reveals he's a Muslim and has to be say has to be told, no, you mean Christian. Oh, yeah, that's right, I'm Christian. <laughs> it's, it's incredible how people are so amazingly willing to buy into the words that come out of his mouth. Now, he's been trained to read those teleprompters. He's not worth a crap if you take the teleprompter away. But guess who? is behind. Who's the shadow government? We've got to throw this administration out so that that shadow government can be destroyed and not be allowed to continue its effort to turn us into a third world country. And I truly believe that is the agenda. Absolutely. He stated that. He doesn't want us to be a strong leader. Anybody that leads from behind who theoretically thinks he's a leader and who is 96% of the blacks, they don't even know if he's a leader. And if you disagree, please call in and discuss it. We have problems with Boner. There's a guy named Hen Sarling. He's a Republican from Texas who looks like he's going to replace I don't know anything about this gentleman yet, but he looks like he's going to replace Bonner um, after the 2014 elections. Uh, anything would be good because we, we, we're tolerating people like Michael Moore's coming out now. After this last killing, guns don't kill people; Americans do. Yeah, these people make money off the the system, and then they turn against it once they have enough money. And, and it's just the Hollywood people, the news media. If we go communist, socialist, Marxist, whatever you want to call it, look at Russia. They had Investia and Pravda. I think one of those is gone now. The journalists are going to have a lifespan of a flea. And the Hollywood people, they aren't going to make that kind of money. These people don't realize what they're supporting. And sure. it just amazes me. It takes a village of leftist socialist propagandists to play the race card and divide America by skin color and make sure Obama gets as many people as possible dependent on the government so that his party can survive. That's exactly what the goal is. They simply know that people will vote for the free stuff out there. And that's the scary part. See, we're up against not just the administration, but the people who are looking for the free stuff. I mean, look at Greece. They're about to, to simply default on their, their uh, big debt and just say, listen, you, we want the free stuff. We, we are not caring about the debt, that entire population. So it could happen. I mean, it could actually take place here. We've got to grow up, take control before control is completely out 
of our hands. There's a phenomenon going on at the southern border you may have heard about. Up to 60,000 Mexican children have crossed it in the last 12 months. They don't have housing. They have no place to go, no place to eat, this kind of thing. And this is all because Obama sent them an invitation to come here. They're not with their parents. The parents may be already in the country or on the other side of the border pushing them over the border. It was reported this morning on Drudge Report. And uh, this has just been happening more and more. As Obama increases his uh, free will over immigration, more people are coming in here taking jobs from Americans. But this phenomenon with the children is especially uh, damning because once they get over here, their parents will come over here, their grandparents will come over here, and we have more entitlement cases, uh, as you know. This is one big entitlement to Mexico. Why don't we just annex Mexico and make it the 51st state? Or as Obama would say, the 58th state. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mexico was the U.S. That was funny when he said that, though. But this, oh. this is, this is, and the epiphenomenon, the secondary phenomenon from this is we have to pay for all this stuff to go on. We're sending our money down there. I can't tell you how entrenched Marylanders are with uh, the taxes, overtaxed, the federal government stealing money from us and pouring it into people that don't work or indolent, lazy bums sitting on their backsides here. And now we have more and more Hispanics coming in. And that denigrates Hispanics, who by and large as a group are very uh, religious group people, if you know them. So uh, it's pretty sad. It's all pretty and sad. And they're very hard workers. I yes, mean, very much so. Work. I've had some yeah. uh, people do contract work yeah. for me, and they've yeah. got some Hispanics working. Yeah. These guys are workers. Yeah. And you got the uh, Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer come out and saying the uh, – Republicans have about a six-week window from June 10th after the last Republican primary till the August recess. If they don't pass immigration reform, and the president will have no choice but to act on his own. The boy's got a pen and a phone. He'll yeah. go around Congress every chance he gets. Well, well, the, only, the only crime that I think of that would stick out above all other crimes is the ignorance in, of, of the American people. You know, just the idea that you can tell a big lie forcefully enough and often enough, you know, and shout down any counter-argument, eventually the big lie will be accepted as truth. Now, that's where we're, we're, we can we already know we've got a bunch of criminals up there in the White House and, and, a, and a whole bunch in, in the Senate and, and House, but we've got to understand that we the people are the cause we caused it. We're going to sit here and vote for somebody. doesn't matter what it is they say or do, just as long as the free stuff continues. We've got to find a fix for that. I don't know what the hell it's going to be, but we've got to find a fix for educating. That's why I played that bit earlier with the gentleman who made the runaway slave. Now, he, he talks meaningful and right to the core of the issue. I hope that he has a phenomenal success with that movie and actually relates to that 98% or whatever that is si- simply you know, voting Democrat because of the free stuff. I the, hope the, it has an effect. The blacks don't remember that the Republicans, it was a Republican president that freed them, put all three new amendments in so they could have voting rights and civil rights. They don't remember that. They believe Obama freed them. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Obama freed us in 2008. Yeah, that was a, they didn't have any freedoms before. They didn't weren't getting any money. After trillions of dollars of money transferred to to these people, they're still down in the hole because they spend it as soon as they get it. They don't increase their self-worth, which is important. You know, you go to school, you do stuff for yourself, not by uh, open admissions or giving special deals to go to the school. That's the only way they're getting into medical schools and graduate schools by hard work, and they can do it if they want to. They don't want it. They'd rather take the free ride, and they always will take the free ride if it's offered to them. I've That's got why the lowering the standards for all these things. Yeah. I've got a real-life experience to share. There is a, a client of mine who uh, actually sprays uh, for uh, pests things in different uh, establishments for a living, and... One of them is he's hired by the federal government to go into these housing projects and spray for pests. He's not paid by the people in there. They have it free. And he was explaining to me when he would go into these housing projects and there would be a minimum of like 12 to 15 blacks in there smoking pot with their feet raised up, the big TV blaring all day long, and they all, with with their cards to go get their free stuff at the grocery and and free phones and and of course the the housing subsidies there for them and all all of the things and they would sit there and laugh at him for what he was doing and that they probably were making more money than him sitting on their asses with their feet up smoking their pot than he was out there working hard to spray those houses. Yeah. Uh, that is a true-to-life uh, story, and that is what, you know, Dr. Mark, that's what you were talking about there. there. The symbolism is they yeah. don't, they, they laugh at us for working. We've got to somehow cross to them. When, when the country goes over the cliff, their asses are going to be with us. How do we explain to them? That they don't even not, know that. They yeah. can't think that far ahead. I posted an article, Politicians, Angels, and Demons, uh, and it's been published also. Uh, it's up on LinkedIn, and it, it says exactly what you just said, David. They, people getting entitlements, by and large, make more money than the average American who works. That's a very great point, and people need to understand that. The indolent and the lazy have it better than the people that work. And why? Because the people are working. That's why. And the, yeah. the money is being transferred to them. It's really great to, to hear that from you. Well, the bottom line is slums are not built. They're created. And if you look at people that live in the slums, they created them. Yeah. What more needs to be said? Yeah. You know, that's a great point. Here in Maryland years ago, they built a, a townhouse community, a beautiful townhouse, $300,000 a pop down in Baltimore City. It was not a year or two late. It was crime-ridden, filthy, dirty place, and, and, and a deck in it called Lafayette uh, Square, I believe it was called. And uh, there was like a hundred townhouses down there. It's a filth-ridden place. I think it has been abandoned since then, if I'm not mistaken. But they create exactly right. They create their own slums. White people are not creating slums to them. And if you go to Detroit or a lot of the places in or South Bronx earlier on in, in uh, maybe in the late 1990s, you would see devastation that looked like a bombed-out uh, Germany, if you will, because you could take a train ride straight through it. You, know, you never see a contract really putting bids out for building a slum. 
Yeah. yeah. Think about our our yeah. the president who's up there saying when somebody asks him about things like the VA uh, scandal and any of the others out there. Yeah. You know, I heard that on on the news the other day, and I'm really pissed about it. Can you imagine? Even if that was a true statement, do you understand how stupid that is, that he would not have any information on It's an absolute bona fide lie. Even the more, the more low-informed should be able to pick up on that, that he does not know. It's incredible. There is a complete staunch of, of uh, either I don't know or when I get caught, my answer is supposed to be, well, I'm sorry. Now let's move on. Well, it's the same thing with the VA scandal. Oh, I didn't know about it, but I'm going to look into it. Heads are going to roll. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. page six from his playbook. He goths. He has Hollywood parties. That's his life. He sends exactly. Michelle to, to China and to Aspen to ski. And, and they're just living it up in the White House on our yeah. nickel, and they aren't doing anything to help the country. People have got to be able to see this. It amazes me that they don't. For the VA, General Shinzeki should step aside. It would be the honorable thing to do. He knows nothing about health care, nothing about health care management, like what my field. And, and this man, it may be an honorable general, but he's a dishonorable man by being in that position. You shouldn't put uh, military icons in these kind of positions because they don't know what the hell they're doing. The, if you want to see what Obamacare is going to look like in terms of control of outcomes, medical outcomes. Just look at the VA scandal right now. That's, That's what's good. going to happen right now. And the average wait time has been uncovered as 115 days, not 30, not 50, not 100 days. And that's what we're seeing right now. Everything's being exposed. Now new stories are coming out, horror stories are coming out. Do you hear about the story that a VA uh, a gentleman, a, a vet, was beaten to death outside one of the VA units that was up on Drudge? Uh, I don't know the full particulars about it because he was protesting the type of care uh, he was getting other people that had advanced cancers, like my brother-in-law, for example, were just sent home to die and not taken care of. And my brother-in-law was one example of that uh, in uh, November of 2011. So uh, I have a personal experience, and I'm re- reading all this material. I've been asked dozens of questions about this on radio shows, and I tell them the VA system was once a very good system for people, provided above-average care to most vets. It denigrated basically late in the Bush administration and onwards. Uh, but it, it got worse. It got exponentially worse uh, under uh, Obama. And now we have a million disability claims waiting to be processed. And you should see yeah. who's doing the disability processing. Now, the, if you go to the VA site on Internet, you'll see the face of the VA. It's either uh, some guy from India, uh, inner city black guy. That's the face of the VA. If you try to work for them, the application process for an American is so difficult uh, it would take you years just to get in there. They're dying for doctors. They don't have enough physicians and staff, and it's a real shame that we could do a lot better. You know, there is a question that I that always comes up when I uh, hear about uh, everybody wanting to first see the guy uh, get fired over the VA. Yes, indeed, he's a, a, a great candidate, but wouldn't that kind of squelch the fire a little bit? The real fire has been going on for about you know, 10 or, or, or more years, I, I'm for the Trey Gowdy thing. Let's go all the way to the core of everybody that's involved with that. That's criminal activity, to get paid 
a bonus because you have a, a lesser amount of people waiting when, in fact, you are lying about it and covering that up, that is a felony. We need to have a lot of folks to answer for that, not just the guy leading it. He, of course, the guy at the top has got to be the answer man, and, of course, that ought to be Obama, but you and, and, and be able to fall and take the same punishment as the others. Yep. But there are so many other people involved with this that we cannot just fire the one guy and they say, okay, we fired him, now that's that's behind us, let's move on. And that's exactly what would take place. That's, that's yep. like the uh, Lois Lerner thing, you know. Right. That's all over now. We, you know, we, we don't need to talk about that. That's incredible. That's that's not the way to go. I think the Trey Gowdy way is the right way to go, and that is to get to the bottom of it and get everyone involved. I think that it's a culture at the VA. I believe it's intrinsically embedded into the way people think there, and those are more of the old-timers that have been there for decades who basically have done nothing to help the system move forward. But there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Obama administration is going to allow some of the vets to go to private hospitals to get their care because of the overwhelming number of people vying for care in the VA system itself, which we purported decades ago that they should open up the private system to the veterans, but they didn't want to. And so they kept building and building and spending billions of dollars on hospitals and auxiliary facilities when they already existed in the private sector. It didn't make any sense. Well, you've got it's another prong of the Obama yeah. dislike and hatred for the military. Yeah. Through the vets. Yeah. It's a by, byproduct of his, his administration. And they, David's correct. Obama's got to go, but his cronies, his lackeys have to go. He puts yeah. people in with no experience. And just like Judge Roberts was bought off on Obamacare, the same way that the uh, the judge that reversed the ruling in the NSA spying was bought yeah. off. He's doing the same thing overseas. Their national policies throw money at these countries. You know, I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to impose. i got to lead from behind like I've always done. But let's let the other countries have our money like we have it to give away we give them money and we borrow from china at 40 percent well that's the decadence that we're going through right now we're borrowing other people's money and then we're handing it away to other people and we're not even seeing it here being utilized in the country to improve our infrastructure at all well we're giving pakistan a billion and a half dollars just to maintain their nuclear arsenal. We're throwing money back into Afghanistan and in Iraq again. And people are dying there left and right. We've already had over 7,000 deaths between the two wars, the undeclared wars that we've had. So the money is basically not helping this country. You know what we should have done? When, we were, when the Republicans were accused of going into Iraq uh, to, to, to attack them, we should have taken the oil as the Democrats. If you went in there just to get the oil, we should have taken it because they owe us a trillion dollars right now. For freeing them up, if they are free at all. Yeah, I, I like the, the Donald Trump attitude that hey, yeah. they need to pay for for services. But right. you know, let's not exactly. forget. Let's not forget. We're not only borrowing money; we're printing it. Okay, and and yeah. very soon, I don't know if you've heard about the the agreement between China and Russia to use the euro uh, between them to buy and sell products and and discard the U.S. dollar. But that's happening. Worldwide, it's taking over. And when we lose the ability to print money, 
from those uh, by those unelected uh, federal bu- bureaucrats in a, in a bank that is uh, we don't have any control over, uh, then we are going to see an economic crash. You, you it's not going to be more quantitative easing, and and uh, interest rates are going to go through the roof, and and we the people have guaranteed all of that foolishness with our every every piece of property every asset that we have including our sovereignty when they move in and say you know get the hell out of here this is ours now they would have every right to we are are too stupid to know that all of that borrowing and spending and jumping on air force one and going to these places all those billions and trillions of dollars are being spent on our tab it's our tab not theirs they don't they don't make money we do. They simply take it from us, and, from us and spend it and print it and borrow it and spend it on our credibility, not theirs. That's what people's got to understand because if they don't start understanding that, look, the bottom is going to be a hard, dark place. Well, and it's going to happen, and that's yeah. what he wants to happen. Yeah. And the people behind him want it to happen. I mean, he, he gave, uh, like I referred to earlier, he gave the commencement speech at West Point. His big topic is climate change. Nobody applaud at all for this boy. And then, then some liberal comes out and says, well, they were told not to applaud. Are you kidding me? Obama loves the spotlight. He would never tell anybody not to applaud. applaud. They didn't applaud because he had nothing to say. It was one of the most worthless speeches he's ever made, and he's got a lot of them. You may have noticed in the last few weeks that uh, Michelle Obama, John Kerry, uh, Hegel, and the rest of the, the crew, including Obama, has re-energized the segregation, desegregation uh, conversation here in America, and then trying to generate more diversity in the country, if you will. Uh, and this is a problem they keep the race card going. They keep embroiling this. They want to keep their their people uh, happy that they're on their side, if you will, because the 2014 election is coming. So they're trying to collect votes for uh, for the Democrats by saying, "Hey, look, the Republicans are these bad people. They don't believe in feeding you and clothing you or giving you stuff." And uh, we are we're here. The gravy train will continue if you keep us in power. That was the intent of the conversation. And, and they're running scared right now, the Democrats, because the Tea Parties are having a lot of wins, especially in Texas. So we'll, we're going to see how uh, the votes are redistributed this year. It's going to be a very interesting November. You know, I don't uh, know if you're already going to Hawaii and trying to enforce two different systems of justice. Yeah, yeah. He's forcing segregation. Yeah. I'm sorry, exactly. go yeah, I, I don't know if, if uh, uh, Mark, that you had uh, read that thing that uh, that uh, uh, Michael Talley had sent to me. Yes, read it all. Yes, I did. That, in fact, Pat, I went over it Pat twice. Buchanan, Pat Buchanan uh, outlay. Now, that is a pathetic, perfect description. Pathetic in that it is factual. Pathetic, those facts. But it is the truth. Now, how we are going to uh, take back something, we have to do it immediately. 2014 is going to be the last and only, because yeah. just like uh, many have been saying, you know, when Texas flips, the California and Texas now 
uh, would be the same because of all of this infiltration with the Mexicans. We would never have a conservative president again. It's just we have to start and get up off the sofa and make certain that we clean house, get the rhinos out of there, and all of the the, the left-wing Marxist uh, thugs out of office and start the term limits and get productive Americans in those jobs that we that we learn that the American people are the boss and not those elected bureaucrats who simply are lining their pockets. They don't give a crap one way or the other. The bridge to nowhere projects are going to be signed off by each one of them because they know their turn is coming for their bridge to nowhere. Yeah. It's incredible, but we've got to learn. And how we've got to learn is people like us have got to teach, and I think we're doing a damn good job of it, by the way, and we're going to be further and further recognized because we don't run from the truth, yeah. and the truth, by God, sometimes hurt, but got to put it out there. Because yep. no other no other media is going to do it. Yeah, this uh, is like a paradoxical Senate. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that's a thanks. Uh, that's why Obama wants to change the Senate. Two votes from each state, like Rhode Island and California. He doesn't like that because the liberals live in the biggest states, New York, yeah. California. So that's not fair. And he wants to change that again to influence the elections. Sure. Uh, any, anything they can possibly do to change the outcome of the elections, like over 300,000 people in Virginia voting several times. Most of them are dead. But we can't have the picture ID. How foolish is that? In Iraq, when they first started voting, they dipped her to thumb in purple ink to show they voted. I would even go for that. I'll go purple for a week. I don't care. What we have here is a paradoxical effect, I think. Joe McCarthy was onto something back then. He was suppressed very quickly. They called him an alcoholic, a bum. But there are socialists out in California. There are dozens of them in Washington and around the country. And he was chasing, maybe he was chasing shadows at the time, but they seem to have emerged in our time period uh, where people just are very extremely left, for whatever reason, for business, they're getting money from the government, they're being funded for this and that project, and, and so forth. So there is a stream of thought out there that the left are going to try to stay in power as long as they can. And I believe so, too. I believe if Barack Obama wants to defeat the 22nd Amendment, stay in there for third, fourth, or even fifth term, just like Chavez tried down in Venezuela, that kind of thing. And Chavez is one of his heroes, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, I see this as a, a real problem coming up, and I don't see the Congress at this point, pre-2014 election, as a, a, a blocking element or having the strength to stop Obama for whatever he wants to do. Well, You've got the Democratic senators proposing that they repeal that amendment. Yeah, yeah. You've got 41 Democratic Harry? senators wanting to repeal the First Amendment. Yeah. The Democrats, yeah. no Republicans at all, but the Democrats are going crazy with power. The fact they feel they can do these things they've always wanted to do, destroy the Constitution, destroy the country. Yeah. Exactly. Look at Harry Reid. Come on. That's a, oh, a shining <laughs> example. He is a complete embolism of, uh, of communism. I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't agree more. This, we've got to end this type of thing. We've just got to. And getting people out and making people aware of the facts and 
moving head with uh, not allowing those loud bursts of what difference does it make, people out there? We, you know, there is not going to be a time where how how can you be a wife of a president and that be your credibility and credentials? But you know what? It's working. What in the hell is wrong with us? It's working. Those there are a lot of people support her. Oh, I, I know, and I know people that support her, and I and I said, well, what has she ever done? And they've never got an answer to that. Yeah. Well, she's, never she's, she's jumped off of an airplane and said that she had to dodge bullets one time. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. And then the people, people that were with her says, wait a minute, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> no, she, yeah. she was in Detroit that day, <laughs> and Chicago, where she comes from. That's where she was dodging the bullets. But no, that was over in, in I know, the I know, I know, I know. I'm aware of that. I'm just joking because... That's the only place she'd ever dodge bullets is in this country. Yeah, that's it. She, yeah. she never would put herself in a war zone where she would be no. dodging bullets. That, that's absurd. And she's absurd. But, and You know, there's a book uh, coming out about her. There's already a million orders for the book. I don't know who wrote it. Maybe she did. Uh, to, to push her campaign forward. What a wonderful person she is. And, you know, the usual schmear that they give these people. Well, the networks are pushing that big time. Yeah. I hope the cover has yeah. her... Hands up in the air, screaming, what difference does it make? But, of course, they probably won't have it. There. Well, <laughs> if there's a black in there, why shouldn't they put a Jew in there? There's been no Jews in the 44 presidencies. The time we have a Jew in the White House, right? Well, we have, they want a female in there. I'm pushing for Jewish president. We're not too stupid. Some of the wealthiest people in the world are Jewish, not me, of course. But, you know. <laughs> I'm lucky to hold my own here. <laughs> well, we don't need a, we can use a woman president. Condoleezza Rice would be okay. Yeah, she Jewish. <laughs> I don't know. She could be. Maybe she has some uh, bad blood, bad blood in her. <laughs> She's certainly she pretty enough. President will make her Jewish. <laughs> Anything to get rid of uh, Hillary. Yeah, I'll take I'll take her over any over Barack Obama. Listen, the NSA has a full recording of this. Uh, show today, you know that. So maybe they'll give it to Harry Reid, and maybe he'll do something with it. So watch your over your homes tonight for drones. Yeah. Yo, I see military helicopters coming over here yeah. all the time, and yeah. it amazes me. I just kind of look up and wave at them. Not always but a did, nice wave, but I wave. Listen, did you listen to, uh, 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 let's see, what's his name, that uh, turned over the thousands of uh, secret documents to the... Oh, Snowden. Uh, to the press, Snowden, yeah. Did you listen to some of that interview that uh, he had with NBC where he said that he was actually a spy, he was actually trained by the people, and by the way, uh, if you don't know, every action of every American is being watched. They will uh, generalize how you uh, normally eat, how you act, what you what your conversations are about on your telephone calls, what you normally look up on the Internet, what you are doing on a daily basis. If you have any key factors, you'll be watching 24 hours a day. You know, you're right, David. You're absolutely right. I went into Social Security office, and he had a whole list of things. He said, did you kiss a girl in the sandbox when you were five years old? Her name was <laughs> Lois. Yeah, yeah, I, I did, I did. I, I tried to molest her. I was three years old or so. <laughs> They know everything, and it's true, and they, they know what we're saying today, and we've got to be very careful. I live in a county where Aberdeen Proving Ground is, Harford County, Maryland, so I look for drones all the time here. 
Now they can make them the size of a bee, or they can make them the size of a house. These drones. So uh, be careful, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's the truth. I see them all the time. Yeah. I'm not going to run, fellas. I'm going to stand and fight. And I know that we've got the the, his. yeah. trustees on his side. That's why he opened the doors and had the millions of Muslims come over here and firing people that that will not fire on Americans So and getting rid of admirals and, and etc. Did you see that admiral that was part of the uh, Bilderberg uh, group that is meeting over in, uh, uh, I don't know, I think it was some Dutch land or something over there. But uh, yeah, it's the idea that uh, we do not know where the shadow government lies, and mm-hmm. there is one out there, and we've got to start yeah. by doing the first thing here, 2014. Then we get up and rise again, and get the 30 years and the lifers out of there, and get the 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 Trey Gowdies of the world in. Uh, these political elected offices and yeah. stop the lifers. I mean, we we've got to yeah. do that, guys. You know, we've got to do it. I think it should be an amendment to the Constitution. Two terms is enough for a, uh, a House member. One term for a, a senator. Even curtail their years, make it a four-year senate term. That was the original intent. Uh, it was never supposed to be a lifetime appointment. No. Like the, uh, and also for the Supreme Court, I turn that over every ten years as well. Sure. I would even go less than ten years. I think five years is plenty really sufficient for these people. You're, you're right. You're, you're on right. our side, and he turns turns coat. What well, at, at the minimum, they should have a reaffirmation of them being on the court every five or, t- or like you said. Sure. So one one way or the other. Yeah, and, right. and they should be appointed for God's sakes. You know, yeah. by some left wing nut job like uh, Obama is trying to get. Uh, the old one out so he can yes, appoint sir. another one uh, in in the place like he did the person who covered up all of his records, Elena Kagan. That yeah. was a complete, complete yeah. farce yeah. to uh, have a justice. And do you know that she and some of the others are saying, why shouldn't we consider Sharia law? And there, there's so much uh, terrible things that are taking place with these lifers. We, we got to stop that this yeah. country that that's almost like a dictatorship when you have a lifer in there you know what i mean and yeah. yeah, nobody should be appointed for life yeah yeah well they are here in maryland some of the court positions are which is wrong and they're all left-wingers believe me i've been before them uh more than one time and you should listen to them they dictate to you from the bench uh idiots stupid people i wish we had more time to talk about it i, I do and I, I tell you, I, I so appreciate both of you guys. I, I tell you, I hope you understand that. Uh, we have such a great threesome on this radio program. We, we appreciate we're, you. We're doing our thing. We're doing what's necessary. I'm proud of what we're doing, and I hope you guys are as well. We're just going to oh, yeah. take every opportunity to bring out the truth. And yeah. I, don't care, I don't care what anybody calls me, I am never going to be politically correct. I'm going to be after the truth, and I'm going to shout it from the top of the rooftops. And just yeah. like that uh, helicopter thing, and it's despicable. And yeah. none of the organizations have ever brought that up. None. And, and as we talked about just before the show started, uh, 
to Davis. We, you know, Fox News used to have some stability, but now I, you know, the, even Bill O'Reilly, he's a, he's a, I think he's more on the fence or maybe to the leaning left side than anything else. Listen, we, we're going to be having to check out. I, I, I really respect both of y'all. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you again. Ditto. Next Thursday. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is... Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I came from a low income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. 